Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Chillin' with Millie. Jack the Ripper's story never had a true ending because he is and was a very discreet and mysterious killer. So there was no telling if he actually ended up being killed or if he died of natural causes. My guess is that he died of natural causes because of the poor conditions of London during his reign. But now it is time for me to do an important episode break. The last episode break that I did, I talked about racism and prejudice. This episode break will cover some of my favorite topics, which is body shaming, eating disorders, women's rights, LGBTQIA rights, and everything in between. When I do these episode breaks, it is normally in response to the current social and political climate and current injustices that have happened over the past week. To begin this episode break, I actually will be talking about trans rights and how important the topic is and how important it needs to be to others that trans humans are protected under law. Their lives are literally in danger because of transphobes and homophobes being dillholes. First and foremost, I want to say this. The history of the trans rights movement emerged around 1952 when a cross, sorry, when a male cross dresser, as well as some others, had decided to launch Transvestia, the journal of the American Society for Equality in Dress. This within itself did in fact launch the transgender rights movement, but it would not become common until several years after when we would even use the term transgender. There was actually a riot that happened about seven years after 1952. So in, in 1959, it was called the Cooper Donuts Riot, where drag queens, the lesbians, the gay men, and transgender humans frequently enjoyed each other's company at the donut shop, but would get harassed by the LAPD. The um, drag queens, the lesbians, the gay men, transgender humans, they fought back, but the LAPD ended up arresting three of them. And soon after, it became a thing to start throwing donuts and pelting um, things at the police officers, as well as throwing um, coffee cups. One of those three rioters who were arrested was named John, um, I believe his last name was Recky or John Reck. I think it was John Reck. John Reck is an American literary critic and novelist. He actually wrote about his experience with the riot in a novel named City of the Night, about a young man working as a hustler while traveling across the country. It actually sounds pretty cool. So if I read it, I may tell you how it is and give my opinion about it. But after John Recky, Recky and the others, the other two rioters were arrested, they were actually able to escape, which is even cooler because it sounds like the beginning of an action movie. To continue this history lesson, in 1966, the very first recorded LGBT-related riot had taken place in August. We had the drag queens, prostitutes, and the trans people fighting back with nothing but their strength and power to push back the stingy police officers who kept protruding ugly behaviors and harassments. They were literally giving their all, fighting with their coffee, their six-inch stiletto high heels, their heavy um, bags used for zero Fs given. They were ready to drag a bee. But this moment marked the beginning of the transgender activism moving throughout the streets of San Francisco. Shortly after this, we got even more icons who stood up for the rights and lives of those of whom are beautifully different than the rest. We were granted Miss Marsha P. Johnson, the street queen, and we were granted the drag king, Stormy De La Verie. They were in the vanguard of the riots. They were the pioneers, the risk takers. They were leaning on the edge of glory and they were not stepping down. 
this was the this was the beginning of a rebellion, an uprising that took place over the span of many nights. This took their blood, sweat, strength, and tears. From this, Miss Marsha P. Johnson co-founded the Street Transvestite Action Revolutionaries, also known as STAR, with her very close friend by the name of Sylvia Rivera, who was an avid advocate for all trans lives until her death in 2002. Cool fact is that in the 1980s, transsexuality, female to male, became more widely and broadly known. But did you also know that Mercury, the planet, represents both males and females together? Mercury is a crescent shape as well as a cross, as a cross, which represents male and female harmony in an individual. For example, the god of Mercury fathered Hermaphroditus, who had both female and male sex organs, hence why it is called Hermaphroditus. Hermaphroditus was a two-sexed son of Aphrodite and Hermes, Hermes, who are none other than Venus and Mercury. Hermaphroditus was actually seen as the great symbol of bisexuality. Also, something that I would like to say is that no one just wakes up one day and says that, oh, today I'm going to be gay or transgender or bisexual or asexual. No one just chooses their sexual orientation and preference. It is just how people is. <laughs> it is just how it is, you know? That's it doesn't I don't understand what makes others of whom are prejudiced believe that they can just rebuke the gay out of someone using the power of the Bible and their Lord. That is not how things work. You can't thump the gay out, nor can you just think that you can just use therapy to lure the gay out. People are gay. Can you imagine having an all straight world? That would be boring. That would be boring as crap. We need diversity of all kinds. We should try to keep the diversity, not wipe out a whole portion of the human population because you don't agree with or like their race, their beliefs, or their identity. That doesn't even sound remotely humane and decent. It does not take much to love your neighbor without any ifs, ands, or buts, and anything in between. Just don't be a dill hole. It is not that hard once you begin to open your, eye, your eyes, heart, and mind to the very real and true existence of those of, hum, of whom are opposite of straight and gender non-conforming and anything in between. It is like that saying, be the change you want to see in the world. If you want people and if you want the world to actually change in the right direction, then it begins with dropping your useless biases and prejudices and just get to know people without whipping out a spell condemning their right to be who they want and like who they want. As long as whoever they like is not a minor and the relationship is not illegal, then why should it bother anyone if freaking Megan decides she likes girls or if Tony decides he likes to dress in fat address fabulous and all glitterly glitteral glittery to perform at a drag queen show just let people have their moment to shine love and live without getting cast away love is love as long as love is between an adult and an adult or a teenager and a teenager you know as long as adults are not trying to get with a teenager or a minor and vice versa Love is love, my dudes, and I hope that one day you find your true love and love yourself before you decide to love anyone else. 
And as always, before I end, I must say a quote. Equality means more than passing laws. The struggle is really one in the hearts and minds of the community where it really counts. Barbara Gittings. Thank you for listening and tell your friends that being homophobic does not mean that they are afraid of the homosexuals. It truly means that they are dillholes who lack humanity and true love for thy neighbors. Why wholly believe and partake in something that comes at the expense of an innocent life? Trans rights are human rights. Trans humans are our neighbors, our brothers and our sisters. Do not use something to degrade their existence simply because they are going against what you have learned and believe. If something out of your mouth is going to be borderline foul or dismissive, then do not speak at all. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Adios. Until we meet again.